Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans, wherever you are in the world, I hope that you are well. I am back from the sunny sunshine of Dubai, back in uh, not so sunny uh, Dundee, Scotland. But uh, we are itching ever closer to the season uh, being underway, aren't we? Roughly about five weeks here in the United Kingdom until the first show kicks off. And then it's a long ass season, I think. 37 shows last I counted. Um, but hey, I'm here for it, can't wait and I've had a, quite a few clients message me about Peak Week um, and whatnot and I thought, you know what, um, I've done a podcast on this a long time ago and I've done you know, the whole peaking for uh, eight shows and um, four, sorry, four shows in eight days or peaking for eight shows in six weeks and whatnot but I, I thought I would just add in an episode here particularly for those clients but for anyone else who's uh, fast approaching their first competitive season on stage and is not really sure how Peak Week um, looks is and has had a number of gym bros uh, and uh, tell them perhaps the wrong things so uh, I thought I'd put this together just to, to give you a rough idea I actually did a, a presentation for NFM UK um, last last week I think it was last Tuesday on um, sort of how to manage back-to-back shows and I kind of what a lot what I'll say in today's podcast is a lot of what I touched on on um, on that presentation but a massive shout out to NFM UK and Suki for having me on and very much looking forward to delivering other presentations in the future so peak week let's um let's discuss on what it should look like I'll give you an example of my strategies and whatnot now Often people people get confused and think that you're going to change a lot in a week when in reality there's very little that will change. Let's think about the idea of peak week. So you're digging very hard, you're taking off a lot of body fat and in that process you are ramping up a lot like quite quite high levels of stress on the body, um, levels of cortisol and whatnot. You're running flat, you're topping up, you're running flat, topping up and whatnot. Well what we're looking to do is on stage we're looking to present a fresh physique, not one that's tired, one that's nice and fresh, nice and full, nice and round in all the right places, good levels of conditioning, nice and hard if need be, etc, etc. So when you when you think about that, you're going to then understand that that week going into the show, it's going to, we're going to be trying to get that as a low, at lowest levels of stress possible. So for me, I'm going to want someone ready roughly about two weeks before that show. Maybe latest 12 days, but you know, two weeks before that show. So that going into that, from about two weeks out, I could start to reverse them out of the deficit. I could start to reduce their cardio um, and I could start to uh, get the physique looking a bit fresher, get them feeling a bit fresher as they go into to peak week. Now, before we get into whether you're natural or assisted, um, let's start off by how peak week training will look for the most part and let's say you have a show on a Sunday and you're a, a male bodybuilder so how's that going to look well maybe the Sunday before is your last leg day the Monday Tuesday maybe a pull and a push as you the further you get into the week you're, you're not going to be trained to failure by this point in a, in a prep in a peak you're going to be hitting probably let's say going into that peak week at least sort of what three reps in reserve or whatnot um, so let's say the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday you train, the Wednesday you have off, um, the Thursday you go back in and it's more like a pump-based session, um, the Friday again more of a pump-based session, the Saturday off and then 
the show on the Sunday. Now, if you're a bikini girl, that could be different. That could simply be a lower session, the Sunday or the Monday. Upper one, upper two, off. And again, upper pump, upper pump. You're probably not going to be training legs, ladies, um, any later than about, I would say, six days away from the show. And in, in doing so, it's just going to be a pump session, in my opinion. So that's roughly what we're going to do with food. Cardio and steps, though. What are we going to do by this point? Now, there's a big variance here between guys and girls, isn't there? So let's say most most guys will probably be doing 10 to 12k steps. Very rarely you're going to get guys doing more than that, if need be. Um, and let's say they're doing that two, three weeks out. Well, for the most part, during let's say it's let's say it's 12, right? So as they go into peak week, maybe we reduce that to 10k, and it's at 10k from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then I bring it down to 8 on the Thursday. And then on the Friday, Saturday, when they're loading, I bring it down to 6. Or I say, look, don't fucking move, dependent upon how they're filling or not filling, or whatever that may be. Now, sometimes the biggest thing for some females is that, you know, it's natural that some females, when they're digging, are doing like 20k steps, 15, 20k steps easy. Well, I'd still kind of like look to taper that down to a certain extent, from let's say two weeks out. But going into peak week, let's say again, there may be say 15 to 18K on the Monday or whatever. And as the week goes goes on, I'm taking away 2,000, 3,000 steps a day. So as they're kind of loading into the show, if we need to load them into the show, that is, uh, then maybe they're doing roughly about eight to 10 or the day before the show, fuck all, it's travel day. They need to fill out, blah, blah, blah. Last but not least, is what are you going to do with cardio? So by the time you get to peak week, I feel that cardio should be a lot lower than where it was when you were digging high, right? You're going to find that when you get to about two weeks out, there's a certain level of expenditure that kind of holds you as you are, or a certain level of expenditure and intake that pulls you down further. So by like, say, let's say two weeks out, you're looking at halt fat loss effectively, right? Um, and then come peak week, we're looking to freshen up. So if we know, like, okay, to hold us roughly here, we need about 30 minutes a day is where, where we're at. So let's say, again, uh, following the same sort of suit, you're maybe doing 30 minutes on the Sunday or something like that going into peak week. The Monday, you pull it down to 20. You go 20 Monday, 20 Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe it's down to, to just 10. Thursday, it's out. Friday, it's out. Saturday, it's out. For the most part, I try and get cardio out completely on peak week. So by the time it gets to like seven days out, cardio is down. So that tapering, I've maybe done that two weeks out. But not everybody runs it that way. And remember that if you are peaking, um, so the example I'm giving you is one at which you are just going into that first show. How you do things in between shows can be totally different. And I would really encourage you um, to look to listen to some of the podcasts like the um, the eight shows in six weeks or the four shows in eight days and how you manage uh, that sort of peak but for me going into that first show cardio is going to be out on peak week in my opinion there's going to be a gradual taper down of uh, expenditure through steps in cardio and maybe a maybe a gradual increase in food you know maybe slightly and i'm trying to freshen up and as i'm pulling down expenditure maybe they're dropping weight and i don't need them to drop weight so then i'm feeding them i'm adding in an extra little bit of food just to bit the baseline diet bit by bit here and there so that's a rough example of what that would look like now i'm going to talk about carb loading 
And what I must stress is that not everybody will carb load like this. And there is plenty of different strategies on what peak week could look like, and this is one. So for example, I'm going to speak about backloading you into the show. Some people may front load you. Some people may have a baseline day in between loading towards the back end of the week. It's so dependent. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples because I'm not giving them all because I could be here all day. But let's say, for example, you are doing um, bodybuilding, men's physique, figure, fuck even bikini. Maybe you're a bikini girl, you need to load to get nice and round, nice and full. You're typically probably going to load, um, let's say the show's on the Sunday, probably going to load the Friday, Saturday going into the show. However, your bikini girl, you might, and your natural, you may, you may need that sort of like baseline day in between or close to baseline. So you maybe load the Thursday, Friday, and then the Saturday is more of a baseline day. If you do that, what you do with your fluid and your diuretics and everything else in between uh, will change, right? So let's talk, give you the first example of let's say you're loading hard into the show. Now, if you're um, natural and you're using natural diuretics, how I would typically work it is you're probably going to, let's say your fluid female bikini girl, it's roughly like six litres a day. So it's six litres a day and it's consistent. It doesn't probably need, you don't need to water load because you're going to be using diuretics anyway. On, so let's say the um, the Saturday. And you only need to put these in the day before the show. Guys and girls, you don't need to put this in any time before that if they're using natural diuretics. So you go six litres, six litres, day before the show on the Saturday, maybe you pull that down, you go three, right? Or there, thereabouts, three and a half. And you have a serving of like um, Peak Max, or each to remove or whatever it is with each meal uh, the day before the show. If you are assisted, you um, are using pharmaceutical diuretics, what you'll need to do is so keep your fluid intake the same. So let's say it's at 10, 10 litres or 9 litres. Well, if you're at 8 to 9 litres and then come come loading, you start to use like Dazide, you're probably going to need to use more fluid more fluid to help distribute the carbohydrates, but also you just know that the diazide's sucking you down. So you need to up that. So, so you go from eight to 10 and you keep it consistent at 10 on the Friday, on the Saturday, whilst you're using your diuretics. Now, if you were to be assisted, I would not have a baseline day whilst using diuretics. Personally, in my opinion, I think it'll suck you down too much. Um, even in the smaller categories, I still probably wouldn't have that baseline day. I'd always feed you into the show. So that's a couple of examples of what you could do going into the show. But let's remember that there's plenty of different strategies on how you can load going into the show. Or even if you need to load, right? Great example, um, Molly, one of my current clients, um, did extremely well in 2021. We loaded her zero times in all the times she won. Why? Because I felt she looked quite good flat and she was quite popping, she was quite round anyway. Um, and it was a great look and she ended up winning overalls, um, NFM UK pro statuses and whatnot at the time. So there's an example of a bikini girl that we didn't load, but I've had other bikini girls since then that I've had to load into the show. But some of them um, I've maybe loaded at the start of the week. So let's say that the show's on the Sunday and I just know from um, from the high days that we've run in the lead up to that, I just know like, right, okay, they look at their best at this point. Now that might be, okay, I'll load them the Thursday, Friday, baseline day, the Saturday. On that baseline day, that's when again, I taper fluid down, I put in the natural diuretics, and then they wake up the Sunday at their all time best. Typically, having the baseline day in there though, what I've found is some people will wake up incredibly flat. 
Um, not incredibly flat, but they wake up flat and then they need one meal or two meals and then boom, they're popping back to life. And I suppose the baseline day, it's a really safe bet. If, if you're not really sure how it's going to go, it's a really safe bet to know that you've got the option to go either way on show day. Someone is not going to wake up spilled on show day if you're on that baseline day the day before. However, you don't know what you're doing, you've pushed someone quite hard and you've loaded them in and they wake up spilled on show day, that can be really stressful for the athlete. But I think that you need to know that by the time it gets to peak week, you should have ran high days enough to know exactly how much you need and then the look that it gives you. So then there's no guesswork, everything is meticulous, everything is calculated, everything has been looked at, assessed, reassessed, adjusted accordingly and it makes the peak really, really easy. So those two days before the show, or three days or whenever it is, the, the food sources that you eat will be very similar to what you've been eating. If you go radically change what you're eating and you go start having like, let's say you've not had muffins or cakes or anything like that, whole prep, and you go start adding that in, I think you're going to end up with a like a plethora of digestive issues and bloating. And remember, you're trying to keep the bloating down. So let's say your whole prep you're used to eating like your carb sources are maybe like white rice, potato, snacker jacks, cocoa pops, jam, right? Maybe some bagels or something like that. Well, that is fucking what you're loading on. And you're not really going to change much of that because you know it works, you know it digests well, and there's predictability in that because you've wrote, say, great example, a client was asked me today during a session, um, his first time on stage this year, so what's it going to look like? And I was like, well, what you're, he's running high days today and tomorrow. I said, what, what we're running today, tomorrow, says, is very reflective of what we're going to do in 5.62 time, albeit with maybe perhaps a little bit more food. So for the past sort of six weeks he's been running high days, I've been tapering them up ever so slowly, as and when I see fit and need to. Maybe not taping them both up, maybe tapering up day one, leaving day two as it is, then the next time I taper up day two, and then the next time I taper up day one again. But slowly bumping up so that I could see, okay, well, what does that do? when I push more in, does it bring more fullness? Does it deteriorate from the look or does, is that how much he needs? Is he still flat? Does he need more? Etc, etc. And as a coach, like I'm continually looking and asking myself these questions in my head the weeks before peak week. So for me, by the time it gets to peak week, like it is a very predictable week because I've, I, I've run it so many times before that, I'll know how much food someone needs to get full. Now, there are some people out there, um, well-known coaches, that don't do that sort of loading. They run like a linear loading sort of style. Like AJ Morris, he talks about it quite a while. He'll load his clients quite early on. he get them their, their food up to, let's say, a baseline level, and he just holds it there. He effectively just reverses people out um, of a deficit and holds them at that point. It keeps everything consistent. I see why he does it. But that's not how I run things. And I think that you need to understand that there's so many different ways to do this and still be really, really successful. I'm just giving you an insight to what I do and I guess what some other coaches do. It's common practice in their peak week. One other thing that may change in peak week is the fat burners that you use. Well, typically, um, some will stay the same, such as T3, T4, but others, such as clenbuterol, will be removed and, in my opinion, should be removed to alleviate stress. Think about what clenbuterol does in the body. It increases levels of adrenaline. It increases levels of stress. Um, we don't need that. What we need is we need the physique looking nice and fresh, nice and poppy, and clen would go against that. So if the show is on the Sunday and you're loading the Friday, Saturday, in my opinion, the um, 
the clan is out on the first day of the load. They'll go back in the day after the show on the Monday. Do we change anything else when it comes to drugs? So let's talk about injectables. So guys that are maybe running like a, like a quite a large volume of oil, the best strategy I would say is front load your jabs. What does that mean? So let's say you typically jab like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I would personally do all your jabs. If the show was on a Sunday, I'd do all your jabs on the Monday and Tuesday. That that way, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, there's no, there's no way that you can have a bad jab. Something can go wrong, can affect your skin, get an infection, whatever it may be. It's done, but it's also a thing that's ticked off and that you then don't need to worry about. You would keep your... Um, you would keep your aromatized inhibitors or your serum, so that's tamoxifen or ADEX, aromacin, you'd keep them the same across the week, you wouldn't change them, and in my opinion, you definitely wouldn't need to pull down tests. I have trialed pulling down tests in a few clients, and has made absolutely zero of a difference in my opinion, just get absolutely peeled, absolutely like inside out if you're a bodybuilder, and you'll be absolutely fine. I've not met anyone yet, I've, had, I've heard people say it, Oh, I must reduce my test because I'll hold water. I don't think it's true. I think that it goes against your ability to get full, in my opinion, and I always keep it in. Uh, guys, I could understand if you say to me, hey, Yvonne, I kind of taper my orals up a little bit, but in my opinion, you're probably not going to change much in the lead-up to that first show. Orals are going to go in, what, like four weeks out? Maybe you taper them up two weeks out, and then... They're kind of at their peak going into that show, aren't they? Late and then, ladies, if you're taking like Anavar or Primo, the Anavar's in tablet form, so I think that, that dose stays the same. The Primo again, if you usually jab, let's say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or whatever, I would do it more so at the start of the week. Again, reducing uh, any chance of infection close to the show, and I've seen, um, God, one of my old clients and colleagues, Ali. We worked together for going into his shows last year and he got a lat infection literally like three days out, four days out and it was literally like someone had like got an ice cream scooper and scooped out of his lat. That's how bad it looked. Um, and that was just a bad jab. It was such a shame when he tried to open up. It was so, so visible and just really detracted from the look. But bad gear. He was also, we got his blood work done post-show and he was four nanomole per litre testosterone. So towards the end of uh, towards the end of gaining phase, he was definitely using uh, bunk gear. But anyway, side of that, what I'm getting at is that regardless of whether you're natural or assisted, the same methodology in my head of reducing stress stays the same. So what I do with your food, your cardio, your training, like tapering all that down, tapering the intensity down of your training, tapering the cardio down so it's out completely, tapering your steps down, so all this stays it's very, very similar. What you're going to do with um, tweaking food on a day-to-day basis and what in front of you see, again, very similar. The loading process can be very similar. It can also be very different. You know, I think the natural guys, I had Gregor and Chris Rendell last year, I loaded them into the show. So show was a Sunday, I loaded them Friday, Saturday. Just tapered their floor down a little bit by a couple liters on the Saturday, added in your natural diuretics, and they always woke up on the money. Remember that during that loading phase of the peak, 
you must keep fluid in. It cannot come out. Fluid is in there to help aid digestion. And fluid helps the absorption of carbohydrates into muscle. So you cannot completely pull it out. So if someone tells you that you know you pull fluid 24 hours before you're sure or whatever, they just don't have a fucking clue what they're talking about. And I'll tell them that to their face. And I've had people come on board and they've been told that from a coach. And I'm always so shocked. But please, 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 if you're listening to this, please don't follow that advice or please do question it because it definitely um, isn't wanted, in my opinion. The only thing that's different, I feel, with the loading into the show with an actual assisted is, is your fluid total. So when the assisted guys or girls are running Dazed or Aldactone, well, of course they are going to um, need to keep their fluid high and keep it consistent. Like if you're you're a figure girl and you're using Aldactone um, the Friday night, the Saturday night, and your your baseline fluid six liters, it's going to stay at six liters. It's not going to change because Aldactone's helping suck you down. Uh, the only thing is it kind of forces your hand once you use pharmaceutical diuretics, it kind of forces your hand, and then you have to use them um, throughout the peak. You know, show, like on the show, on show day itself. Bear in mind the half-life of Dazide and then the half-life of Aldactone of, as in when you use them, how much, when you drop them. And again, all that can be subject to change and based on the individual. I don't want to give you specific information of what to do there um, because it will depend. And I think in the industry, like there'll be a lot of people that will want to have or, want, or ask direct questions. And sometimes the answer is always going to be, it depends. Because it does often depend on, let's say, the individual in the moment. What you see in front of you, has someone spilled over? Are they too flat? Do we need to, you know, drop half an aldactone here or half there because of when we dropped the last one? How far are we out from stage? Etc, etc, etc. So if you're still in the learning stages of um, your journey, whether you be a competitor or you be a coach, what I'd say is do it yourself, as in like compete yourself a few times, get a good coach, go through the process, learn about it, you'll get an eye, a coach's eye I call it, of what I'm speaking about, and then you'll know why I'm saying it depends, like 100%, and the reason I say this is that I was once that individual that asked all those questions, I was an individual that never understood, well what does it mean if you're flat? Okay, well, how would you know when to take more? Well, there comes a time where you just know what flat means. You know what full means. You know when you just have to drop something and do something based on the experience that you've had doing it as a person or working with, you know, X amount of individuals that have been on stage. And that's sometimes often hard to describe to people is that there are times, and there have been times last year, and there should be times this year as well, where I've made decisions based on being there not being on the other end of WhatsApp, but being at the show and having a gut feeling of what we needed to do. Just knowing, like, right, see the check-in, you know, we're in the fucking, like, hotel car park or in the hotel lobby or the, the fucking premier and whatnot. See, I'm like, we got to change it and this is what we got to do. And then it works. I'm like, right. You know what I'm saying? But that only comes by experience and years and doing your duty. There's a lot of coaches out there some coaches out there in the industry that have never been on stage before that put people on stage I'm like you got to walk the walk you got to do it yourself first understand this this game of how people feel but to go through it yourself and be able to relate but then also understand that in the early days if you are a coach regardless if you've done it before or not you'll make mistakes I made a ton of mistakes you know think back to um, 
God, Chris Bain, my most uh, client that's been around the longest, going our fifth season together. Man, what we did in his first prep as a junior, giving him like, you know, 150, 200 milliwatt per meal, like per uh, fluid per meal. Uh, what we did, like the carb load of the show, not really putting in much fats at all, giving him like mince and a bit of peanut butter in the last meal because you know fats help the absorption of carbs. Uh, just yeah, not understanding much. When I look back and laugh, and I think that if you can't do that, you then certainly aren't moving forward. So. That is my rant and my ramble today for uh, just an example of kind of what peak week um, will roughly look like. However, remembering that there could be multiple different ways to do this um, and that no way is really right or wrong. It's just is one way effective or ineffective and that's the way I think you need to look at it. So I hope you've enjoyed today. Um, If you are looking to compete this year, the tail end of this year or next year, please do head over to Instagram, UK. Drop me a DM or head over to the website www.prepcoachuk.com and hit an inquiry. Uh, the team is looking fucking strong this year and I can't wait to, for all the season to start in five weeks' time. Um, if not, guys, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.